it's so interesting to see how science catches up to the Bible and in a lot of ways, very consistent. I know sometimes it's like it's that they're opposite each other. That's not, I don't think always the case. It's a lot of wisdom and truth that's in the Bible that is being validated right. with studies happening now. Silent night. I only have one wish for the shooting star. Holy night. This is very nice. Send me someone to love. I love it. This is kind of relaxing. It is. For being having that beat. Yep. Got your hot cocoa. Yes, it's I, like a hot tea. Yeah. Like the in the movies when they're like ice skating and laughing yes. and they're doing like the the scenes this is like the good music it is. in the background it, i'm not a big christmas music guy it, well as we as we as uncovered we just, as we, <laughs> not even. last week but what i do like is that like i don't love the traditional christmas hymns and stuff oh okay but christmas music like that i kind of like can you pull that back up a you little like bit? feel mm -hmm. good just music i do like yeah that. so yeah. whatever makes you feel good but i mean traditional christmas hymns should make us feel good <laughs> I mean, they're very powerful. But this is... Music that feels... This is. Like, like a, it has a certain beat and a rhythm to it. Yeah, this like. is like in a Christmas-themed rom-com. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. They're holding does, hands, yes, ice it's very rom in New York. Yeah. Yeah. This is right before Boy Loses Girl. You know... <laughs> Yeah, this is the, still the happy yes. part of the movie. Because you know that everybody knows the arc, right? Right, Boy right. meets girl, boy loses girl, boy, boy gets, gets girl, girl back. back. <laughs> that's, that's the whole. So this is the boy. This is before the drama this really before, heats up. Yes. He's going to lose her. And then he's going to hop in a car and speed to the airport yes. to catch her. <laughs> on right Christmas before, Eve. On Christmas Eve. Maybe even to propose. She stays back. She doesn't she fly out. she misunderstood the girl he was talking to when she went to go get hot cocoa at the ice rink. <laughs> she thought it was his ex-girlfriend, and that's what started the whole hubba But really it was his cousin. <laughs> it was really his cousin from out of state. That's why he hugged her. You need to make a movie. Yeah, well, this is great. <laughs> See, music is in, Christmas music is inspiring yes. all of this. All right. I'm, I'm going to cut it here because there's a please. curse word coming up. No, <laughs> no there's no. I don't want to be in there. No, there's not. Is there in a Christmas song? Don't play it. But is there seriously? No, there's not. Oh, okay. That's, he's just, he's just cutting. That's, he's just cutting us off. That does not. If two two things don't go together, it's cuss words and Christmas music. There's a lot of things that don't go together. Producer Chris is having a lot of fun right now. He's really so he's really laughing hard over that there. That is funny. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's true. There's probably a Christmas rock and roll. Song or a Christmas rap song or something out there somewhere that has a cuss word. In I will it. say, producer Chris has a really good poker face. So <laughs> when he is, jokes, he oh can yeah. like if he he can keep it on. Yeah. You're like, wait, for real? <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of our On Purpose Parents podcast. Kurt Johnston, Grace Yoon, producer Chris in the house as Ooh. always, who does such a great job. Amazing job. Amazing job. Always. This little podcast is growing and picking up steam, mm -hmm. and it's due mostly to producer Chris's mm. um, efforts behind the scenes. Oh, so to much behind the scenes. Figure out how to help 
get the word spread a little bit mm-hmm. and do all the things. All the also, setup. I need to 100% disagree with that. Really? I'm sorry. <laughs> well, feel free. It, it's, it's all, it's, you guys are so likable and you're so smart and you're so great. Just the how things come, that you share. How come you're looking at Grace the entire time? You're, you're looking at Grace the entire time you're saying that. You never made eye contact that's, with me one second. That's my lazy eye. It's kind of drifting over there. Don't. I don't know. Well, then you, have, you, have you get two, the lazy eye. You have two lazy eyes, which, by the way, I don't even know if we're allowed to say lazy eye anymore. Is that even a. It's, I mean, good night. Whoever's editing this, my, I, I don't, is that a what thing? Oh my goodness, <laughs> producer Chris is really, really loving it right now. Because Chris, I feel like Chris, half the things I do and say, that, you, come, you come back to me with, because with half, that kind of stuff. Because half the things you say, <laughs> half the oh things you say are borderline <laughs> inappropriate for the year 2023. <laughs> And I think lazy eye <laughs> is probably not what we How about call lazy eyes? A, I mean, I don't know. It just seems... Ambitious eyes. It just seems like... <laughs> uh, this is what you get for not staring maybe at it's, Kurt. Maybe it's activity... During the ad, compliment. Maybe it's activity-averse eye. <laughs> <laughs> Activity averse eyes. Or that, sure. yeah. that, it was his know. name, Marty Parents. Marty Feldman, the old guy, the, the stop, guy back just, in the yeah, day. Yeah, I have that image stop, of Frankenstein. Just stop. Igor. <laughs> Here's the uh, thing. What's the thing, Kurt? If people have listened to us, they know our hearts. They know that we would never purposely make fun of a child or per, or a person who has a an eye ailment. <laughs> Grace, I'm trying to be okay. serious. I just can't help it. Producer Chris looks so joyful in the corner over there. <laughs> All right, let's move on. The real reason, though, for the success of the podcast is obviously it's all of our listeners we and people watching. That. Yes, mm. yes, thank you. Yeah, it is. We, yes. we love when they tune yeah. in. That, that's we, why we do it. Yes, that's Absolutely. why we do it. And our hope is that when somebody listens to this podcast, most people listen to it while they're driving to work or mm. they're on the treadmill or whatever the case may be. Um, is just that for parents, we would provide a little hope, a little help, a little light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Parenting super overwhelming. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, I loved being a parent of, of kids. I'm still a parent, but, but I'm glad that I'm not neck deep in it anymore. Mm. I'll be, I'll be honest. Like, mm-hmm. it, like that's a, that was a tough road yeah. and mm-hmm. super awesome. Mm-hmm. Super full of joy. I mean, uh, the best years of my life, I'm, the, the, our kids are our mm-hmm. most precious Legacy. They're the best gift the Lord ever gave us. All of those things are true. And whoo, doozy, yeah. man. So that's why we do the podcast is to hopefully maybe make mm-hmm. parents chuckle a little bit here yeah. and there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but mostly to provide a little hope and help as they try to raise interdependent, lifelong followers of Jesus who want to make a kingdom contribution. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes we talk about that stuff specifically. And then sometimes we talk about what's the environment that we're creating in our homes that maybe help or hurt those efforts. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, that's the whole point of this little three episode series is it's, it's all about like what's, what, what's the environment you're creating around the Christmas season Mm -hmm. um, in your home. And last episode, if you didn't join us, we talked about just preparing for Mm -hmm. Christmas. And in this episode, we are going to talk about, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're going to talk giving. about teaching kids the joy of giving. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. <clears throat> That's it's a, big, a one. big one for sure. <clears throat> and by the way, that seems almost counterintuitive sometimes mm-hmm. at Christmas because our kids, right. it, it, you know, Christmas for with kids, it's all about getting. Yeah. And Christmas for parents, it's all about giving to our kids. Right. Like we find joy in that. Yeah. But we're going to talk a little bit about how do we help that rub off and how do we use Christmas as a way to actually build this desire mm. to give and be generous in right. our kids. Yeah. Maybe in some ways that lasts year round. Right. And we're not just focusing about mm-hmm. it for like a day or two during the Christmas season. On the 24th and On 25th. The 24th, <laughs> where they... You know, they, they grumble because they didn't get the 13th. Pre- they want 13 gifts and they got 12. Right, right. Right. They didn't get the van slip-ons. Oh. And, you know, I'm just looking at you, Grace. Uh, yeah. you, have, you have two girls that are both in the van slip-on checkered, probably. Probably like pink checkers or black checkers. My girls are not yet. No, not they yet. They haven't no, yet okay. hit that. Yeah. So they're both still in elementary school. I mean, I know it can start earlier, but yeah. we're still... But they They're don't, still wearing Crocs. They, they don't, <laughs> well, Crocs are cool, too. They, they don't get the Crocs. Yeah. Right, and then his parents were like, "You better be thankful." Right. There's kids all over the world that didn't get those right. Crocs. Yeah, you should give something. In fact, we're going to teach you. And, oh boy, those, we're going to teach you to yeah, give. That's yeah. the worst time. <laughs> like parents, be generous. Don't teach generosity on Christmas morning. Right. Oh, that, that, like, like go. it's it's that's the wrong time. Yeah. We'll we'll get into all that. That's so point, that's what yeah. we're going to talk about. We're going to spend awesome. just a few minutes. We'll kind of move kind of quickly and just give parents a few things to think about that might. A few tips on how to help your kids think about generosity and giving and using Christmas season as kind of a launching pad. Great. Yeah. So I have, I'll I'll kick it off. The first tip that I have for parents this morning is, well, before we can teach our kids the joy of giving, we have as parents to believe that giving is actually a gift to Mm. our kids. Yeah. So if we don't believe it in our souls that generosity and giving is good for our kids, it's going to be hard to teach it mm. ourselves. And um, just like getting our kids to eat vegetables, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's easier than others, but we do it because it benefits them. It's healthy for them. We know we don't like make our kids eat vegetables, not saying that we have to make them eat them, but we don't do or try and make effort in that direction just because it's fun. Mm. No, we do it because it actually is beneficial, like to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so giving, wanted to just share with our listeners today that it's so interesting to see how science catches up to the Bible and in a lot of ways, very consistent. I know sometimes it's like, it's that they're opposite each other. That's not, I don't think always the case. It's a lot of wisdom and truth that's in the Bible that is being validated right. with studies happening now. But, you know, if we are made in God's character and part of God's character is such an incredibly generous and giving God, and then we are reflective of that, that means we are designed to give right. our body, our physical structure, mm. our it, mental, our emotional, everything that actually has been wired where giving is actually so beneficial and healthy for us. And so there are studies that now back this up. There's a study on charitable donations where they performed MRI scans. Researchers performed MRI scans on donors' brains. And then it showed that after donating, there was a part of their brain that lit up and became active. And that's Hmm. the same part of the brain, like this neurological activity, that controls the feeling of reward and pleasure. It's like dopamine. 
it's like dopamine yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's also these things are also activated when, you know, like food or certain other things that could be like addiction too, right? Like, right. but our bodies, like giving actually is a pleasurable thing to the body, like mm. our physiology, right? I'm not even talking emotion or right. our mental thoughts on it. But just even our bodies, God has designed our bodies to be givers, where giving is a very positive thing to our bodies. And it has impact on other areas of well-being. Um, there's lots of studies that show how it can combat depression. I'm not talking like severe, severe clinical depression that has you know a, a lot of other issues. But just generally, for example, there was a study on people coping with grief after a loss. And so there can be depression that's linked to that specific incident or grief. And they found that those who provided practical assistance to others, such as, you know, giving money or transportation or help with chores, they actually recovered or was able to go through that healthy grieving loss process um, and, and kind of pull out of those depressive symptoms faster than those who didn't have that in that study. Of course, you, you may, all may have heard there's so many studies on how giving can improve physical health. Um, you know, just another quick study they had randomly. There was a study of 100 high school students uh, divided into a group of volunteers and then non-volunteers. And at the beginning of the study, they, you know, did a um, kind of research on their body mass index and cholesterol levels. And those who had been assigned to volunteer once a week for two months, so it could be helping out helping out after school or helping younger kids read ended up with a lower cholesterol level, the wow. bad cholesterol level. Um, yeah. That's crazy. And I got some, I got some, <laughs> I got some giving to do. Yeah. And, and so there's all of these different things and part of it, I mean, you know, the, the research can get more into it about like how yeah. giving increases these other like reduces stress and increases right. other positive emotions that actually do affect your physical yep. health. And they're not talking just giving money. They're talking about serving, serving. volunteering, mm -hmm. giving money would be part of it, but just the whole picture of right. giving yeah. back, being generous. Yeah. And so I guess my point with all of this is, you know, before we even just think about the to-do as parents, we can fully believe and lean into knowing <laughs> and believing in ourselves to um, that teaching our kids to be givers is good for them. Yeah. It's just like giving them vegetables or healthy right. food. It is because we are, it's not just good because it makes us good people or yeah. anything like that. Not only that, but There's we are wired. Yeah. God has made us in his image and he is a giver. Yeah. And so when we align with that characteristic of God, our body, our mind, our soul can hmm. become its most healthiest yeah. state. That's really interesting. The, the quantifiable results or the quantifiable benefits yeah. of, of giving and being generous and serving. Mm -hmm. um, well, and you know, the Bible talks about giving as a spiritual gift for some, mm -hmm. right? Um, so maybe we were all, if we're truly, I love how you phrase it, right? If we're truly created originally in God's image and the sin nature and, you know, none of us left our own devices, most of us become selfish, mm -hmm. right? There's a sinful brokenness. There's a cultural dynamic that we just grow up in a world that doesn't really, for the most part, talk much about giving and mm -hmm. serving. It's mostly consumerism mm -hmm. and clawing your way to the top and getting, you know, kind of, well, I'll take care of people as long as I get mine. Mm -hmm. And my giving is really just, a, you know, if there's any leftover time, money, whatever, 
then I'll, I'll give some to others. Right. right? Um, and yet for some, for some people, it's a spiritual gift. It just comes a little bit more naturally. Mm -hmm. Um, but for most people, it's a habit that you have to form. Mm. You've, and it's everything you just said, Grace. Like it's, you, you've got to look for ways to practice. It's, it's, you know it's good for you. And by the way, I, I've never read those studies. I didn't know that there was quantifiable. But I, I know this. I feel better when I give. Mm. I feel better when I'm generous. I've never, ever been generous and regretted it. Mm. Never. Mm -hmm. um, I've never served and regretted it, mm. right? In the moment, you might think, oh, shoot, you know, <laughs> I, I missed Monday Night Football because I was helping my buddy move or I was serving at the church or whatever. But in that moment, you go, ah, but big picture, right. you, you're always happy you did. Um, so I would just, parents, I would re remember that for a whole bunch of your kids, it's okay that giving and generosity isn't first on their mind. Mm -hmm. Very few people is it first on their mind. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, you, you, you have to kind of train them. You have to encourage them. You have to provide opportunities. And I would say parents, most importantly is you kind of have to model it. Mm. Um, and I don't want to like hit parents with a hammer because this is mostly meant to be a really positive, hopeful podcast. But my question to parents would be, when's the last time one of two things happened? Your, your kids caught you being generous. Mm -hmm. Like they, like they, they saw you, they saw you serving somebody else. They saw you volunteering at the church. Mm -hmm. They saw you see a person in need, whether it's somebody with a flat tire at the side of the road or somebody, whatever it is, like they, they caught you in the act mm -hmm. of giving back. Um, and, and then the other question would be just, just be like, when's the last time maybe, and this, this would be, I, I look back at parenting, Rachel and I's parenting, and a mistake we made is, we didn't invite our kids enough into our mm. generosity moments. Mm. So Rachel and I, I, I feel like we're pretty generous when it came. We have pretty loose grip on most of our, you know, sometimes it's like the less you have, the easier it is. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're already poor. So if we're a little bit more, poor, well. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really matter. You know? um, but we didn't, we didn't talk. We didn't, point out or tell the stories mm. very often of, Hey, we just want to share with you guys that, you know, the, 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 this and this family, they've, they've been struggling a little bit. Mm. And so we're, we're one of the reasons we're not going out to eat as much this month is because mom and dad decided to help out. Mm. Like we just never shared those kind of stories. And I kind of, I kind of regret that. Mm. So parents, I would say like, let your kids within reason, yeah. let your kids know about the stuff that maybe you're doing or the charities you give to, mm -hmm. um, because all that does is it just plants seeds. You plant seeds, Absolutely. you plant seeds, you plant seeds again, because it doesn't come naturally mm -hmm. to most people. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a muscle you have to exercise right. and it's something you have to talk about and you have to show examples. Yeah. Um, so there's, that's, that's, really that's, good. that's a thought. That actually is my second um, encouragement or tip exactly, which is you need to actually talk the talk. So uh -huh. I have two, my two things that I want to share that's remaining for today's episode is just to talk the talk and then walk the talk. Hmm. So what you were saying was talk about it. And, and that's what for me too, I am such a firm believer that as parents, our words matter yeah and our words have the power to shape reality and to shape direction and the path 
that our family goes and what we appreciate, what we value, what we state that we value makes a difference yeah. with our kids. And so I totally jump onto what you were saying is if you were grateful for something that you were able to give and be generous, you should talk about it at the yeah. dinner table. And maybe actually it's the other way. If someone was generous to yes. you and you really appreciated it, then you should talk about that too. Yep. I remember, um, you know, sharing with my kids once, and it's so strange because I still think about this nameless person in Korea. When my, when my, when I visited my grandparents, when I was very young, my grandparents in Korea was very, they were very, very poor, like extreme poor village house roof. You could see through that kind of thing. Um, and in their old age, I used to think, you know, they didn't live in the greatest conditions. And, but as a very young kid, I knew I had limited ability to do anything. Yeah. But I just remember thinking, I wish I could help, but right. I can't because I don't, I don't know what I would even do. They right. live in Korea. I live in America. But I remember asking, like, who comes and helps clean their house? Because it was not great. And then they also had to drive and they couldn't drive to, like, different places. And they had said, oh, this person from church comes over regularly my grandfather had a thing with animals. He had like in his old age, it drove my family nuts, but like had like bird cages and squirrels and like he just loved them and he didn't want to get rid of them, but it was not clean. Yeah. But this church member would come, would help clean it out, would drive them to get their prescriptions. And in my mind, I'm like, who is this person? That's just like no accolades, nobody else. Right. Just helping this, you know, senior couple. But I still think about this person. I still don't know who, you know, who that person is, but you know, the, how generous this person was, how giving this person was of their mm. time. And even though I would never until heaven be able to thank them, I'm so thankful for them. Like, thank you so much for taking care of right. my grandparents whom I love and love so much that, you know, I'm sharing that to my kids and saying like that their act was mm. so special to me and that word, those words that you can talk about with your kids can really influence them. If your kids show an inkling of being generous with their friends, praise them. Yep. Pra be like, wow, yep. Karis, Zoe, that was really kind of you to take the time to listen to your friend. Right. I that's I admire that. I, I really appreciate you doing that because that's not always an easy thing to do or something like that. Like to affirm that your words have the, the power to do that. And, and the last thing on that I'll say is maybe look for opportunities. Um, if you need prompters, maybe if you don't have as many personal experiences, but you could be intentional about books or movies or other story platforms of giving and then use that as a discussion or prompter. So yep, there's awesome. classic things like the giving tree by Shel. Silverstein, Stein, Steen, the the gift of the Magi um, by O. Henry, and how the Grinch stole Christmas. There's all these right. different great resources and material out there. You could have a family night where you watch a movie or you listen to a story, and then just say, "Wow, I, I think this giving is so important." And then continuing to affirm with your words yeah. is one way we could really yeah. shape that value that's in good. our kids. That's good. Well, that's awesome, Grace. As as we close up, I'll just add one little final thought and that we kind of talked about at the beginning. Um, I would just encourage parents, like, this This is something, helping your kids be generous and givers. Um, a lot of that ties into gratitude, and mm -hmm. right? The, the more thankful you are, the, the, the more perspective you have about the world around you, the more generous you might become because you, you see a bigger picture. That's not something you just reserve for Christmas morning, mm. right? In fact, I would actually, 
maybe argue, let Christmas morning be all about your kids getting gifts. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, that, that's what we do on Christmas morning. Um, it's okay to have a both and experience. Right. Your kids can be both super duper excited and, and wonderfully happy with all the gifts that they get. Yeah. And maybe it's even okay that they're a little bit disappointed. They didn't get the one they didn't, that they wanted. We've created this, this event around gift giving. And then we kind of like (laughs) judge our kids Mm. for how they, but we created it, but then we judge them if they don't respond. Um, I think sometimes our frustration with, man, our kids are super materialistic around Christmas time might be because we're not helping them year year round Mm. develop a more holistic viewpoint of materialism Mm -hmm. and consumerism and generosity and all the things Mm. that we, that we hope they develop. Um, And then we kind of like react when, because Christmas gifts bring out the most, Mm. Like they, they do, it does bring out the most selfish side of our kids. <laughs> it just, it just does bring yeah. out the most selfish side of our kids. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Let, don't, don't, don't overly respond in that moment to make up for maybe our lack of helping them navigate it all year round. Mm. It's just one last thought. Enjoy Christmas. Yeah. Let Christmas be amazing. Teach generosity and giving and sacrifice all, all year round for the, for the good of our kids. Yeah. I just wanted to add to that. I think that's such a good point that, you know, we can separate maybe it's like not, you're not going to go to a kid on their birthday and be like, stop wanting presents. It's like, no, it's your birthday. But part of that is for me, the last thing I wanted to say about walking the talk is instead of focusing on Christmas day, like you said, forgiving is create that space and act plan for activities of giving together and create that space where that can happen and then allow them to naturally go into it. So you can look up, you know, doing this brainstorming random acts of kindness together. What can we do? I've talked about before on this podcast, how before vacation we'll pay for the, the drive through car behind us at McDonald's. You could think, okay, someone's birthday's coming up together as a family. What should we do for this person's birthday and brainstorm together um, you could also think who needs such pick me up. That's yeah. a really a common activity that our family does. And that invites them to giving um, going through um, for in Christmas time. Someone had the idea of like a kindness advent calendar instead of like just opening up a calendar advent right. with chocolate. It's right. there's a different act of kindness that you'd have to do yep. each day. Um, just a couple other ideas for parents that I've heard from other people is creating a jar filled of small personalized acts of kindness written on slips of paper. And then each family member could randomly pick a slip each week and you have to complete that act of kindness. And so just all these different ideas to actually put action behind the talk that you could do together as a family. And then maybe that space to do that takes the pressure off of some of these other more materialistic moments and just allow us to have fun in those moments as well. So that's That's a really good good point. Woo, very, very well done, Grace. Producer Chris. Hello? Kurt. Yes. Oh, we lost him. I thought we lost him for a minute. <laughs> no, no. Thanks he's, for he's joining us, ready. everybody. For those of you watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe, and you can yes, watch previous episodes. If you're listening and not watching, boy, thank you for doing that. Share the podcast, and we hope as we get a little bit closer to Christmas that you and your family are doing great, and we will see you and talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Merry Christmas, boys and girls. <laughs>